1: Yes, sir. Establish a recon post downstairs. Code red. Repeat. We are at code red. Recon plan, Charlie. Execute. Move, 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 move. It's a... It's a
2: big one. Walt Disney Pictures presents a totally new animated motion picture event. Star Command, come in. Do you read me? The story of two toys. Oh, there seems to be no sign of intelligent life anywhere. Hello. Oh, yeah. ah! Headed for a showdown. My name is Woody this is my spot. No! I am Buzz Lightyear. I come in peace. You are a child's plaything. You are a sad, strange little man. Welcome
0: to Rewatchability. It's the podcast where we rewatch old movies and TV shows to see how they hold up over time and view them through the modern eye. My name is Blaine Waters. With me, as always, is Robert Laurent with Karate Chop action. Ha! <laughs> okay, that's good. I you have the Karate Chop. I I fly. So that's great. Do you? Yeah, I have the wings. That's not flying. <laughs> All right, fine.
1: Um, and stay away from that ledge. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: you have a crazy look in your eyes. <laughs> this week on Rewatchability, we are going to dive into the first Pixar movie we've ever done on the podcast. What?
1: We've never done a Pixar movie? We've never
0: done a Pixar movie. What
1: about Incredibles.
0: I'm a liar. <laughs> <laughs> I said it with such like confidence though that I really yeah, I believed myself. You fool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but this is the first Pixar movie? Yes, that is true. We're going to do Toy Story.
1: Toy Story. It's uh, It's been a long time coming. This is 1995. I know. I could not believe it when I saw that it was 1995 because we just did The Net, which also <laughs> took place in 1995, and they did not seem to know shit about computers. <laughs> it's like, how did they put together Toy Story with Pizza.net?
0: Yeah, I know. Mozart's Ghost had some bad <laughs> animation. That's the computer graphics in 1995. <laughs> uh, but before we dive into it, we just want to thank our Patreons. Those are people that go to patreon.com slash rewatchability. Mm-hmm. And they give us one, three, five dollars. They get the podcast early and ad free. You've got a friend in us. Oh, that's that's our new slogan. Yeah. That's great. I didn't
1: know you just came up with that. And then we have to pay Randy Newman, like a little bit of scratch. <laughs> yeah, so that's,
0: that's like half of our I've Patreon budget. Half right? residuals. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also do Patreon-only episodes. That's correct. And there might be some some giveaways coming up in the near future yeah. too, for our Patreon uh, subscribers. So if you want to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash rewatchability. And if you don't have any Scratch... To pay Randy Newman uh, or us, then uh, you can just tell a friend about us That's as a right. podcast or any podcasts. Just get podcasts. Mostly out there. our podcasts. <laughs> okay, you don't need sure. to tell them about Mark Marin for fuck's sake. Yeah, I, I was trying to be
1: grandiose, <laughs> but uh, I mean the president episode is pretty good, and I like the ones with old rock stars or. Actors,
0: yeah, but they don't talk to Toy Story. That's right, right. I mean, we, we don't. That would be either. a good episode, though. <laughs> Just talking to Woody. <laughs> I'm a toy. Um, all right, so let's talk about the first time that we saw Toy Story. Rob, 1995. You were what? Two, three? I was three. <laughs> okay. No, I was ten or eleven. I didn't see it in the theaters. I think I remember seeing it for the first time in school. I think. <laughs> what? Like for like education or was it like uh, an assembly and they're like, you have to respect your toys? No, no, no.
1: I, the teachers just wanted to get frisky in the janitor's closet. With each other. Okay, good. <laughs> yes, with each other. Okay, good. Good stipulation <laughs> to make on on that. I said teachers, plural. Okay, good. good. Yeah, I remember watching it at school. I think it was just one of
0: those end of the week or, you know. End of the, the week. I had to, like, we did this at the end of the year when teachers like were like checked out. Every Friday. Our teachers (laughs) checked out pretty early. They
1: were like, put on the fucking toys. (laughs) Three-day weekend. (laughs) Yeah, and I remember loving it like everybody else. And, I mean, this was such an exciting movie because it was the first 100% computer animated feature. And, of course, you know, in Canada, we'd had our reboot We'd had our <laughs> max headroom, <laughs> right. okay. but it didn't arrive with the excitement of Toy Story. No, Tom Hanks
0: wasn't in, in reboot.
1: He certainly wasn't. Yeah. And also, this was a Pixar-Disney collabo, and Disney, they had just brought us a whole bunch of great movies, so I was totally excited to see Toy Story, mm-hmm. and what the fuck, it delivered. It was as good as I imagined. Like, I think even cynical 11-year-old Rob would have been like, okay, so the technology makes the pictures pretty, but what about the story? <laughs> and here I was, completely, completely entertained, moved. And, of course, I went back for all the sequels. Went back for Toy Story 2. Oh, wow. Went back for Toy Story 3, the, the one that still, you oh, know, God. I still think about. You're tearing up. Yeah. That's hard. So I love Toy Story. I, I, that, that's the only reason why we haven't talked about it all these years is because it just seems completely unimpeachable. It's Toy Story. Like what what is there to say against it?
0: I mean, to be fair, there are a lot of people that are unimpeachable even if there are, are, are a lot right. of he's like, against it. seems like
1: unimpeachable <laughs> has lost its meaning in these times. I know. It's pretty bad. There's a whole Mueller report
0: against Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> the Crimes of Woody. <laughs> yeah, but Lassiter just sat on it. Yeah. <laughs> wouldn't release no. it. God. There uh, is that. <laughs> Blaine, what about you? What's your experience? With Toy Story, I remember this movie being a, a big movie. Everyone was talking about it. Everyone was saying that it was an impossible thing that they were doing. They were going to change the scope of cinema forever. The landscape of Hollywood changed forever. And the like all the behind-the-scenes stuff came out before the movie even was... Released right, and it, that was all the marketing was. You know, it's fine. We have Tom Hanks and Tim Allen, who were honestly two of the biggest stars at the yeah. time. Which is is funny to hear now. Two of
1: the most likable
0: men in America, <laughs> and they still are. Right, <laughs> um, Tim and Tom. Tim and Tom. Tim and Tom. So I heard. You know, it took like one terabyte of information to, yeah. to to like put this movie together and that they had
1: it took eight floppy discs
0: exactly. <laughs> exactly it was all made in dos i don't know i mean all... this was like
1: our moon landing let's just
0: say it it was like our moon landing no how why would we say that <laughs> like our moon landing
1: well because they, they had to put all the they did all the code by hand and the lady was standing next to the stack <laughs> Right? right. This was like our black
0: hole. No, the black hole was kind of like our moon landing, you know? Like that was cuz that had 280 pounds of hard drives that they had to fly to Hawaii. And, and they couldn't have done it without Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know what? You're right. Yeah, this was like landing on the moon. Exactly. And Tom Hanks has a lot of experience Almost doing that. Yeah, so, not <laughs> fucking that up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I liked it. I remember laughing a lot. I remember having fun with it. I remember it being a great story, like you said. And I do – because did you like – I don't know. We around this age. We are you know, getting older. We weren't playing Yes, on I was the... getting pubic hair. <laughs> That's what I was referring to. Uh, we weren't like playing on the playground or, or whatever, you know. We weren't doing that stuff. Right. But uh, the younger kids – that were still making up, like, games in the playground, they were playing Toy Story. You know, that was, like, the, right. their, their, I don't know. We played Ghostbusters and stuff. That's right. That was their Ghostbusters. Yeah. yeah. I, I
1: know exactly what you mean. We were maybe a little bit too old for toys. Like, yeah, we still yeah. got some of the cool action figures if they had big guns that shot projectiles. Right. But, yeah. like, the fun time toys, the woodies, the pull cowboys, we right. were over those. It sounds like you're just naming sex toys. The pull string cowboy. Yeah, that's a whole other toy story.
0: (laughs) Just pull the string and it vibrates for like five minutes.
1: Pull the string? Well, it's like
0: an ancient... What
1: sex toys are you using? You don't have to use sex toys from the Victorian
0: era. They have new shit. Look, I don't want to keep on buying batteries, Rob. Okay? (laughs) That's why I have the pull string versions. (laughs) <laughs> so I I liked Toy Story, uh, both versions I'm going to say of 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 Toy oh Story. Oh my god. And yeah, so I, I quite liked it. I was I was uh I was pretty excited to rewatch it to see if the animation over time would hold up. Right. I thought perhaps it wouldn't.
1: Perhaps it would just look like a whole bunch of pixels and would have to sort of squint
0: to make out the faces. <laughs> right, exactly. So, yeah, so I was really excited to to look into it. So let's get into it, Rob. You want to run down the plot of this famous movie?
1: I have no choice. <laughs> You're beholden. It's in your contract, goddammit. Toy Story. Imagine this. A world where toys come to life. Sold. Make it Lassiter. <laughs> I am a millionaire. <laughs> and I am Disney. <laughs> so this is the story of a whole bunch of children's toys. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think I have to describe this to people. That, Hopefully, that children have toys. You understand? Not just iPads. <laughs> yeah, that's right. This this takes place in the distant past, where children before screens, right? <laughs> where children were forced to play with physical objects and try to
0: use their. Small brains to imagine a story. Yeah. And the screen was kind of their bedroom, if you can imagine that. It was like a yeah. 3D, it's like a virtual, virtual reality. reality. in its way. Yeah, it was like virtual reality. Yeah. Yeah. But, so,
1: they have all these toys. They're all the favorites. Woody. <laughs> sure.
0: Yep. I mean, every 13-year-old kid going through puberty needs to know about Woody. <laughs> yes. For sure. That's, yeah. that's right.
1: Slinky Dog. Potato Head. I mean...
0: Potato Head was a real toy that some people had. Well, no, but, Rob, these were all real toys that people had. They had to go clear all of these toys that they got for the movie. Rex,
1: Bo Peep, all these toys. And they are the toys that their child master plays with. <laughs> their child master. <laughs> Andy.
0: Master of the toys. Well, you know, if like
1: you had like a particularly pretentious teacher, they might have called you like Master your last name. Like it was a term of like, you know, Master
0: Waters. Yeah, when I was in Gryffindor for sure. (laughs) (laughs) That That was my name. They called me that.
1: Yeah, but these toys, they allow themselves to be played with when the child or another human is present. They go limp they pretend not to have any consciousness. Mm-hmm. But then the moment that the humans have turned their back or they're out of the room, they come to life and they live this existence where they're constantly performing for these people.
0: It sounds – I can't help but my mind go sexual places when you're, ta- when you're talking about all of this. When I use the word master? <laughs> yeah. You're like – he allows his limp woody to be played with. It's like the worst drunken night.
1: <laughs> Why are you ruining this movie for everybody?
0: Ah oh, god, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I won't I won't bring it up again. I
1: mean, it is a little bit weird though, right? Before we get into it, where did these toys come from? How did they become subservient to humans? We see later on that they have some ability to be heard by the children anyway, like Mhm. They'll, they'll. Woody can talk to people. Woody can talk to people. So, like, what happened? Did, like, humans discover these toys on, like, an island? And then. Of misfit toys? (laughs) Yeah, and then, I don't want to use the word enslave, but I'm using the word enslave and bring them back. And they're like, hey, here, children, use these creatures for your amusement. (laughs) And then, and then, I guess, punish them so that they have some sort of PTSD. So that whenever humans come around, they're like,
0: oh, freeze. Don't move. (laughs) Don't move or Master will whip us. Oh, God. Oh, no. That's horrible. It's like Dr. Moreau's childhood or something, this island of toys. It's horrible. Yeah. I mean, there is – we'll talk about this uh, after the break. But there is a theory behind why these toys come to life. Is there? Oh, there are plenty. Okay, so we'll talk about one. Okay, uh, well, so the toys are all a little bit scared, not mm. because
1: their master is going to whip them, but because <laughs> Jesus, it's in fact, yeah,
0: we're we're really toeing a line here. Go, keep on going. Andy's birthday party, <laughs> and they're they're worried about getting new toys because when new toys come in, old toys are supplanted. That's and, right, and they might go to the the waste bin. Yeah, that's right. The toys are basically worried about newcomers
1: because their social order might be interrupted Jesus Christ (laughs) (laughs) you're bringing this into like every social wait did I say something
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was just describing what happens in this film well they could have used some Lincoln logs and (laughs) built a, a defensive border across the door no and then that would have been that would have been great Lincoln would have been lucky to have been associated with that wall for sure uh, yeah. 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 So they're they're afraid of the new toys because the their whole life is going to be upended.
1: That's right. And yeah, and we can see that there's a social order already. Mm-hmm. Like Woody is the sheriff. He he's, stands tall. He's the favorite toy. So mm-hmm. he sort of has an elevated place in the social
0: order. So Yeah, and he's really firm with all the other toys too.
1: That's right. He like, you know, as the master's favorite, yes. He also cracks that web. <laughs> I don't know how else to talk about this. I know, it's
0: just all sexual and you uh Andy's birthday party has been moved to today.
1: next up, What do you oh, mean yeah. the party's
0: today? His birthday's not till next week. What's going on down there? Is his mom losing her marbles? Well,
1: obviously she wanted to have the party before the move. I'm, I'm not
0: worried. worried. You shouldn't
1: be worried. Of course Woody ain't worried. He's been Andy's favorite since kindergarten. Oh. Hey, hey, come on, potato head. If Woody says it's all right, then, well, darn it, it's good enough for me. Woody has never steered us wrong before.
2: Come on, guys. Every Christmas and birthday we go through this. But what if Andy gets another dinosaur? A mean one. I just don't
1: think I can take that kind of rejection. But, so they're all worried. They Mm -hmm. send out the army men to spy Mm -hmm. and relay back the information. And they are soon discover that, in fact, yes a new toy has been given to Andy, Buzz Lightyear.
0: And this is a fucking cool toy. Oh, he can do everything. He can, like, sort of fly. He can. He glows in the dark. He has the karate chop action, which you were talking about, that's Rob. That's correct, yes. I've seen you use it. He has that bubble. <laughs> oh, the, the dome. That's pretty good. I mean, yeah, that's going to
1: break off in, like, the first two weeks, so you're never going to see him with that dome again. But, yeah. In the
0: package, it looks fucking sweet. <laughs> it's pretty cool. He also, instead of a drawstring, right, which we know is Victorian era, mm-hmm. um, he has – you can just press a button and he Buttons. says stuff. Yeah. yeah. So it's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. And
1: as you can imagine, all their fears are realized. He quickly becomes the new favorite. Mm-hmm. He He supplants Woody on the desk. It's heartbreaking. There's like the Randy Newman music. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't have a friend in me. (laughs)
0: What? But this is weird because they didn't know about the birthday party because it's a surprise. It's kind of a surprise because it got moved up a week because they're moving. Yeah, that's right. Yet the kid, he's putting up all these new posters on his wall of of Buzz Lightyear. He's moving. Why would he do that? Yeah, big plot hole. Big plot hole. Okay, Lasseter, if you're listening, come on.
1: I can see that though. He's very excited about his new his new favorite character, and we mentioned Ghostbusters a while back. This reminded me of the time in our lives, in every young boy's life, (laughs) when he transitions
0: from Ghostbusters fan to Ninja Turtle fan. Oh wow, it's a big step. Yeah, yeah. And then you get even older, and you get into like the Alien stuff. Yeah. Did you do that? Did you get in the no. Oh, okay. No. That was like, I was like, I don't know. I stopped playing with toys, Blaine. <laughs> I mean, it's no, but like when you're 24 and stuff, like you got yeah. into the, yeah. no, is that too old or? It's, you're making me sad. <laughs> <laughs> so Buzz is kind of the new favorite. Like yeah. His new favorite. And yeah. Woody gets pretty jealous about this and takes action. Yeah, well, he turns into a a crazed
1: lunatic. And we should also (laughs) mention that all of this is – we've talked about the score by Randy Newman. But there's – I forgot how much Randy Newman there was in this movie. Like this is basically an extended form Randy Newman music video.
0: (laughs) It is. All the montages, there's, like, three montages, and it's all Randy Newman songs. Yeah. But Woody decides that but he's... Aren't, aren't you glad that it's not, like, a Randy Newman, like, musical, where he's not, like, singing all these musical songs? Like, what do you mean? Like, he's it's not like a musical where Randy Newman's doing a voice of one of the characters, and they're doing, like, Disney musical.
1: Oh. I mean, like he might as songs. well be. <laughs> every time there's no
0: dialogue, Randy Newman creeps up to his piano. He's like, the toys are talking. Yeah, for most of the time, it's not even piano. It's just Randy Newman going, just like humming notes. (laughs) Come on, Randy. But, so he gets so fucking Macbeth and hatches
1: a plot. (laughs) a Platch.
0: Yep, for sure. He uses, he controls another person. He controls their being to murder Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. Which is horrible. He uses that RC car.
1: Yeah. Because what is it? That he, they're only going to let him take, they're only going to let one, Andy take one toy to Pizza Planet. Yeah. And he doesn't want to be the toy that gets left behind. Yeah. So he plots to knock Buzz Lightyear behind the dresser. Yes. However, his plan goes awry and he actually gets knocked out the window.
0: Yeah. That's... I mean, it's still pretty murdery. <laughs> That's a that's pretty uh, yeah I mean it's accidental that Buzz gets knocked out the window and, and maybe murdered but that scene is pretty cool it's all like a, an homage to Raiders Lost Ark is it yeah they even use all the sound effects from that uh, the first scene where Indy's trying to get the idol and so the when all the little uh, thumbtacks hit the desk it's all the the um, the darts that are flown out of the sidewalls right. and when the bolt when the globe is going after them, they use the same sound as the boulder. In You're such a nerd. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. <laughs> no, that's really cool, actually. Yeah, I, yeah. Like it. I,
1: like it. I was surprised, though, like, how much of a fucking dick Woody is.
0: Yeah. Well, he's not as much of a dick as he could have been, and we'll get into that after the break. Oh, my God. Yeah. We'll come back to this scene in particular. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I, I'm horrified by
1: what I'm going to hear. You will be. But you I'm surprised. Be. Like, I guess... I have in my mind this memory of the other Toy Stories where they're already friends. And I sort of feel like when we talked about Lethal Weapon a long time ago, JM talked about how he doesn't like the first Lethal Weapon because (laughs) Mel Gibson and Danny Glover aren't friends yet. (laughs) And I was like,
0: that's stupid. (laughs) But here I was like, just be fucking nice to him. (laughs) (laughs) Kindness, guys. Kindness. Don't don't you learn that when Andy takes you to kindergarten? Grade 1 and Grade 2? Yeah.
1: Yeah. But Tom Hanks, he's like the expert at being miffed. He is yeah. the best at being like, Ooh, I'm oh, I'm pissy.
0: We covered that in the Burbs podcast. He's yeah. so great at losing it. Yeah. And Woody loses it every second scene in this movie.
1: Yeah, he's such a petulant little shit.
0: Yeah, I love how loose he is, though. Like, his arms are moving mm-hmm. all over the place.
1: I can only picture Tom Hanks flailing at the microphone in the studio. Yeah, I saw some B-roll,
0: and his arms do move like that when he's talking like this. Yeah. And he has to do things over again because he hits the mic. He's gesticulating so much. Much. that's why this movie took three years to make it wasn't the animation no no it was <laughs> tom hanks ruins all of this takes exactly <laughs> <laughs> but they do eventually get to pizza planet because woody gets taken along as the toy to go
1: yeah that's right and buzz hitches a ride and they get there on the pizza Planet delivery van and that's where they get stuck in the claw the claw. This, oh, those little green men? Yeah, yeah, yeah. sort of proto minions.
0: <laughs> yeah, Definitely. <laughs> oh my God,
1: definitely. Yeah. yeah. But I, I loved this part when I was uh, growing up because something about the world of the claw machine I found so fascinating.
0: Well, they had their own religion. Yeah. They had their own, like, social hierarchy.
1: (laughs) You know, I just thought that maybe I could find happiness inside
0: a claw machine. Yeah, yeah, the claw takes all your thetans away. It's pretty pretty good.
1: Scientology is mostly claw. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a
0: giant claw.
2: (laughs) This is an intergalactic emergency. I need to commandeer your vessel to Sector 12. Who's in charge here? The claw.
0: Claw is our master. Claw chooses who will go and who will stay. This is ludicrous.
2: Hey, bozo! You got a brain in ah. there? <laughs> Take that. Oh no, Sid! Get down! What's gotten <laughs> in you, sheriff? I was. You are the one that decided to climb into
0: this the claw. It moves. So, but they get kind of taken from the claw machine, Buzz and Woody, and they get. They the, get won by Sid. Yeah, Sid, who is like the neighborhood. Uh, there's, a, there's a Sid in every neighborhood. For sure. Did you have a Sid when you were growing up? Uh, were you the Sid growing up?
1: Uh, <laughs> but, you know, this is – I have to defend Sid because – Okay, you were the Sid. <laughs> I was the Sid. <laughs> oh, but, so we see Sid – Blowing up all of the toys, and, yeah, like, he seems like he's, like, a crazy little kid. He's cutting them in half and melting them back together. Okay, but nobody in this world seems to recognize that the toys have any sort of pain response, are alive. Yeah. So, it's not as if he knows that he's causing these things pain. And then later, when we get to see his room, like, yeah, he has... Taken apart all these toys and combine them in ways that seem horrific. Because we understand that these toys have an interiority and have feelings. So, yes, it's a bit of Dr. Moroes. But, like, is Sid a monster? Yes. Or is he an artist?
0: No. He's a monster. (laughs) He's definitely a monster. Come
1: on! This is, like, found object shit. This is, like, collage. He is taking things down, breaking it down. Come on, that, like, mecano th- thing that the baby's head is on, that is some complex shit. He probably grew up to be, like... like an engineer? Yeah, an engineer or, like, working in this the place. Jim Henson factory oh, okay, yeah. or something like that. If anything, Sid is the guy who grew up to make Toy Story, except, yeah, he could have turned out to be, like, John Lasseter, so... <laughs> Bad, yes. <laughs>
0: uh... I but think, not for the reasons look, that we think. You know what? Fuck Sid. Okay, fuck because Sid, uh, he might not understand the interiority, like you said, that these b- dolls are personified and have and have personalities and have pain receptors, which I th- didn't think going to this movie. you were watching I was like, yeah, they wouldn't do that. But then, of course, they feel things. Oh yeah, no, this this movie is completely fucked
1: because yeah. it tells you that. Oh yeah, these toys have feelings, and then it proceeds to torture all these toys for our amusement.
0: Yeah, and leave you wondering if you've been torturing your toys. I have! (laughs) But, Sid, so... I'm sorry, Egon! Sid, (laughs) Sid might not understand that these toys have feelings, but he understands his sister has feelings, and he takes her dolly and severs its head and gives it back to her in order to torture her vicariously through the doll. So... I'd say he's just. Yeah, that is. Marquita Sad. That is some big brother stuff. (laughs) (laughs) So you were a Sid. Okay. Good Good (laughs) to know.
1: (laughs) Okay, but we also, I think we don't know about Sid's home life. I think we should also, like, that's another thing that struck me. Sid is portrayed as the bad guy, as Mm -hmm. like this sort of toy mangler. Yeah, I was going to say. Doctor Mangella, but <laughs> no, God damn it! It makes those <laughs> illusions. And don't pretend that Toy Story Three isn't basically about the Holocaust.
0: Oh my God! I mean, I don't know. I think Sid gets a bad rap. Fine, fine. I'm, I'm still on the side of Screw Sid. Okay, screw that kid. Wow, you He's... have
1: more empathy for inanimate objects than you do for a child. Way to go, Blaine. <laughs> I hope that you never have kids. You can't, Jesus. you can't handle them. <laughs> Yeah, fair. All right. I'll take it. <laughs> anyway, so... Uh, but this is the part where Buzz has his existential crisis because he thought all along that he was actually the Buzz Lightyear. He was imbued in the mythology. He mm-hmm. That was his worldview. And then he finally
0: understands after he tries to fly and yeah. falls. Well, he sees a commercial on TV that yeah. Penn Jillette does his voice for, and he... He realizes he's just one of many copies of of someone. Yeah. Teller does have lines in that commercial. (laughs) (laughs) But (laughs) But he does the swishing action for the hand. (laughs) Chopping action.
1: But he he has his existential crisis, and Woody has to convince him that it's okay being a toy, that he should accept this lesser lot in life. Jesus. (laughs) Oh, my God. And that he should find pleasure and meaning in giving the master pleasure (laughs) and entertainment
2: whoa hey wait a minute being a toy is a lot better than being a a space ranger yeah right no it is look over in that house is a kid who thinks you are the greatest and it's not because you're a space ranger pal
1: it's because you're a toy you are his toy but why would andy want Why would Andy want you? Look at you!
2: You're a Buzz
1: Lightyear! Any other toy would give up his moving parts just to be you. You've got wings! You glow in the dark! You talk! Your helmet does that that
0: whoosh thing! It's so hard because I feel like we live in a society that tells every, I mean, young boys in particular, when we were young boys, that you can do everything. You can, mm-hmm. you can do anything. You can be a writer and be the, no, win an can't. Oscar. And you can be the president of the United States. And you can be Arnold Schwarzenegger. You can do that. And they don't tell you that, like, most of it is luck and that you have to be born rich and all that stuff. And, like, that helps. And so this movie, when that happened, and he was like, it's okay to not be – Special because you're special to someone else. I don't know. Uh, kind of you kinda like hit, that. Kind of hit home, man. Kind of hit home. Yeah, yeah. Because it, I think I think maybe it is okay to like Blaine? have these aspirations, shoot for the stars, and then just wear a space suit around your living room. Blaine. Yeah, I believe you can fly. Oh, that's <laughs> I needed to hear that, man. I needed to hear that. Meet me on the roof. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but. Uh,
1: with Buzz's help, they get the revenge on Sid with the other toys, and they, like, terrify him. Yeah, they talk to Sid. Yeah, into yeah. into treating his
0: toys better. Or just, like, scarring him for fucking life. Yeah. Like, if that kid wasn't messed up already, that kid is going to be messed up. Well, see, now you give a shit. Well, Yeah. Nah, nah, something bad happened to him. That's no good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but they, they get back to the house just as the moving truck is pulling away mm-hmm. and so they have to try to get back on the van it's and, a big chase scene uh, yeah and you know it's a great scene yeah woody opens a thing and they get the rc car yeah, and, i
0: love that scene because and then they finally use the rocket <laughs> the, the rc car scene where he just chucks the rc car out, out of the back of the truck and mr potato head's like he's at it again <laughs> <laughs> i love that that was so funny yeah. yeah those actors are all so good
1: Oh yeah, like the voice cast.
0: Man, yeah. I mean, we'll we'll, we'll get into that in a second. Yeah. Oh yeah, so good. <laughs> so, but they finally not only get to the moving truck, but get to the box in uh, the car right beside Andy.
1: Yeah, right where they're supposed
0: to be. Yeah, and there's room in a pile for of, both of trash of next to Andy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no.
1: <laughs> Hold that box for Goodwill, Andy. <laughs>
0: Just closing it up. They're like, "No, (laughs) hey, is this a Buzz Lightyear? (laughs) Three ninety-nine. Blow that up." (laughs) Um, Yeah, the older Sid. (laughs) So, yeah, that's kind of the rundown of the entire movie. Those are the Toy Stories. (laughs) Those are the stories about toys. Yeah, (laughs) like sand through an hourglass. (laughs) So we'll come back in just a minute. I have. I have some trivia for you, Rob.
1: Oh no! Yeah,
0: you're gonna have to uh, put your thinking cap on. I left and... my thinking cap at home <laughs> with all the other speaking spells and stuff. <laughs> um, and uh, we're also going to get into the kind of wild story of what happened behind the scenes in this on this movie. Oh no! Uh, no, no, good wild. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not lasted a while.
1: <laughs> okay. Ooh.
2: Planning for your next trip.
0: Welcome back to Rewatchability. We're talking about Toy Story, and I have some—I have some trivia. Oh, good, for Mr. Robert LaRonde over here uh, with Karate
1: Chop action.
0: <laughs> so, my first question for you, Miss Davis. You know who Miss Davis is in this? Yes, I do. Angela Davis. Okay, right good. on, sisters. <laughs> nope, that's not accurate. <laughs> Mrs. Miss Davis is uh, Andy's mom. Okay, yeah, and she is played by Laurie Metcalf. Yes. She's great. Steppenwolf. Yeah. <laughs> she's got, like, one line in this movie. and She's such, like, a great actress. She brings it. I guess, yeah. So, on the back of Andy's mom's car is a license plate. It reads A113. Seems kind of like a vanity plate to me. Do you know what A113 stands for? It's in a lot of Pixar films. I don't know. Okay. That was a long, pregnant pause. That was... Three, I'm pregnant. 3 babies were born during pause. that. <laughs> um, it is the uh, room that John Lasseter and his co-creators of this movie, uh, it was our first kind of uh, the animation 101 room at oh. Cal uh, Arts, which is right. which is I mean that's an unfair question.
1: Yeah, you, I I it sounded like a room to me.
0: Right. Yeah. Like from the the yeah, anyway. Uh so my my second question is how many films or TV productions did this fucking movie spawn? And I'm not even counting Toy Story 2, 3, or 4. Uh, TV or film? Four. It is eight. What? Double that. There was like three three big sh- and shorts. I'm going to – three shorts. Okay. You think like five minutes? No, they're each like 45 minutes long. There was – Two TV series based on this on this movie, two TV specials, and one direct-to-video movie. Which? What
1: were the? What was the direct-to-video movie?
0: I think it was like a Christmas thing. Uh, yeah,
1: I remember there was a Toy Story video game on the Super Nintendo. Yeah, just one.
0: How many video games were there, Rob? Seventeen. Uh, you're almost right. There are eleven. Holy shit! Yeah, that's a lot. Uh, there were four plays. There was th- what? What? Four play? <laughs> that's what. Uh, that's what Woody was used for. Oh no! Yeah, You've got to get in the right mood. But <laughs> it can really, you know, it can really help a relationship. Oh end. no! Things are flagging. Just, uh, but the th- three theme park attractions, there was a thing on ice, there was a musical, there was also, all three uh, Toy Story movies were also on ice. It was, it's that's a insane. lot.
1: Oh my god, that's crazy. What a, what a little engine that could. Yeah,
0: what a little money-making Jeez, machine, Louise. I know. So,
1: I mean, it keeps Tom Hanks's brother in the black. Yeah. Because, like, whenever... Tom Hanks doesn't want to do a Toy Story spin-off thing. They're like, "Okay, Dave Hanks, you can do it." And he's like, "Oh, I'm Woody."
0: Cool. So my last question, did qu- you know that? Question huh? is is uh when Tom Hanks doesn't want to do the voice of No, no. I I almost that was that was like a fourth backup question okay. actually. So you I, I'm going to give you a point just for knowing that. Thank you. Because he also does the uh, the Woody a drawstring toy. Right. Because uh, Tom Hanks don't have time for that don't shit. Don't have time for that shit. Unless, you, unless he's voicing a typewriter, Tom Hanks won't do the voice for anything. Nope. So R. Ermy, Emory. Emery? I think it's Ermy. Oh, uh, okay. Voices the Green Commander in this movie. huh. Okay. But he was also in Kubrick's Full Metal Jacket. Oh, really? You didn't know that. Did not know exactly. that. Exactly. That's why this is trivia. You find out new things all the time. What other connection to a Kubrick film is in this movie? Oh. Yeah. And I can narrow it down for you, too, if you want. Is it 2001? It is not. Like A113. Wait, is is Woody like clockwork orange <laughs> does Woody beat somebody well it's it's the shiny I'll tell you right now it's the shining
1: oh yes it's the fucking uh, carpet Sid's carpet is yeah, the shining carpet right? I yeah right
0: yeah that. it's pretty it's pretty funny yeah yeah and also the, the wallpaper is the same pattern as the carpet just in different colors it's, it's very weird yeah yeah like, and the rooms don't make sense and I
1: think it says the moon landing never happened <laughs> well if Buzz is to be believed oh my god <laughs> Buzz Aldrin was an
0: action figure. (laughs) He would punch you out for saying that. Oh, my God. Don't punch me, Buzz. (laughs) Did you see that video of Buzz Aldrin punching that guy out? Yeah, I've seen it a million times. For being like, the moon landing was fake. For telling the truth. And he was like, come here. Come here. I want to tell you something with my fist. And just punched him in the face. It's amazing the people
1: who do not believe that we land on the moon. Like, I had a conversation with two people who I thought I respected Yeah. Blaine. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm definitely not one of those people. And they were like, yeah, I don't think we went to the moon. And then I looked into it, and I found out I don't think that we went to the moon either. How can you launch off a flat Earth? No.
0: Right? (laughs) Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Plus, the chemtrails form a protective dome. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So. Um, I was about to get into crisis acting and I think that's too far. <laughs> we can't go that way. But yeah, no, I don't understand the people I dated a girl for a long time who thought that the moon landing had been faked. No. Yeah. It was like our main fight. It was it was like our biggest <laughs> argument. You're like you're like
1: like a babe, you're like, "Okay, babe, but don't you think that like one of the other countries would say something if <laughs> The moon landing was a fake. I mean, lots of countries have sent stuff to the
0: moon. There was 10,000 people involved in the moon landing. Were all of them faking it? They have all the shit that the astronauts left up there at the
1: moon. All you have to do to prove the moon landing went, and this is going to happen, I read on the internet, they're going to go and collect all the turds that they left behind. So you could test Buzz Aldrin's turds and ensure, like, you could double check that he was actually on the moon. Because he shat there. Yeah,
0: he left. He shat on the moon. It's like that's <laughs> one small turd for man. That's that's the worst inukshuk I've ever heard of. Yeah. So they know we were here. <laughs> yeah. Also cultural appropriation. Yeah, that is. That's, so. that's 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 pretty bad. Yeah, I just couldn't believe that she thought faking it would be that easy. And then um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, my, and then my girlfriend's always <laughs> find faking it easy. <laughs> anyway, then never never asked another question of her ever again because I didn't want to know. um, uh, that's
1: sad. Uh, no. Well, Presumably, you have some behind the scenes stuff to
0: talk about this movie. No, I just want to talk about my past relationships. (laughs) Okay. Okay. No. So, there was a long kind of story behind the scenes thing of this. Uh, Working with Disney was difficult because Disney had never really done a co, like, they had done one other co-pro before. Right. And you, you know, Tim Burton. Yeah, there you go. So, they had a great time with Tim Burton. Obviously, because they still work with him. Yeah, and Dumbo just came out. Yeah, yeah, slowly diluting his career, uh, which is great. <laughs> yeah, and so Lassiter came in, and Katzenberg was the big guy at Disney at the time. Right. And, and Lassiter used to be a
1: Disney employee too. Yeah, he an animator. Had specifically, yeah. gotten fired for
0: suggesting computer animation. Oh, that's I didn't know that. Yeah, that's, that's great. right. Yeah. I mean, he like he wanted computer animation because he saw Tron. Tron was like uh, his friends were working on mm-hmm. that. Basically, he wouldn't shut up about it and they had to fire him. Yeah. But luckily Steve
1: Jobs hired him.
0: Yeah. Well, and then also Disney made a Tron movie. Later on. So they were behind Trump. Well, Disney's
1: fucking absorbing everything. I mean, this is a huge problem. And now they got the Disney Plus, which was part of the reason why I wanted to talk about this. Because, like, the consolidation of media under Disney is frightening. Yeah. And also lame. Like, there's not going to be any (laughs) other movies because all Disney does is put out the same shit and, you know, revive their properties. And (laughs) only the ones that are, you know... I was looking at all the... Disney movies that they have made in the past, like, 60 years, and there are so many, like, really interesting-sounding original movies and so many great things that I didn't know were Disney productions, and they're just never going to make movies like that again because they can just remake The Lion King or The Jungle
0: Book or whichever ones they haven't remade yet. No, it's like the IP Gold Rush in there first on the scene. Like, they have all the original, you know, intellectual property from everything. Yeah. Like... They own the Grimm's Fairy Tales because they, like, sl- slightly changed them a little bit. Like, it's bullshit. It's, it's awful. Bullshit. The fucking mouse. M- the mouse sucks. The mouse sucks. So do you think... Who's going to win the the uh, the streaming wars? Disney. The Demolition Man streaming wars.
1: Disney's just going to buy whatever. They'll buy Netflix. And that's how they got Pixar, Pixar back. They just bought it when, you know... Yeah. So... Damn. Yeah.
0: But... Uh, Anyway. So Lasseter went to Disney. They were working together. Disney had all these notes on Toy Story. And to be fair, it was, it was pretty rough at the time. Lasseter made Tin Toy, right. which was the Oscar-winning Oscar short. Originally called t- Toy Story. Oh, nice. So they wanted, to, they wanted to make a movie off that, a feature-length film off that. And the original plot was kind of like Tin Toy, which is an old toy. It yep. uh, gets left behind at a gas station. Familiar? Mm -hmm. And a ventriloquist dummy also at the gas station because Mm -hmm. that's where you leave ventriloquist dummies. Always. Yeah. Uh, Leave them there because they're evil. (laughs) Because they're going to chase you down and you want a head start. Preferably the place to leave them at the
1: gas station is inside the giant gas tank (laughs) underground. Just open
0: it up. And then light it on fire. Yeah. And leave. (laughs) So... That was the story, and then they get found by a daycare worker and brought into a daycare, and then they're finally used again as toys, which is nice. so. That was the original plot. It evolved to take the tin toy because they're like, it's an old toy. Don't use old toys, which they didn't obviously listen to because Mr. Potato Head and Sleeky Dog and oh, there's a lot of old toys right. in this still. So they were they did the old thing. Woody was kind of like who he is now, and then Disney was like, Casper was like, I want an edgier movie, <laughs> which is weird for Disney to say. Yeah. So, Kastenberg was like, I want an edgy movie. I want to not like Tom Hanks. I want Woody to be an awful person so we can I see I want to not like Tom Hanks? I know. It's a tall order. It's a tall order. So, they did this whole thing. It took them like a year to put the anima- animatic together, like six months to a year. And they brought it in and they showed it, it was like half an hour of like kind of flip through storyboards that they used. That they got the, the voice artist in to record over. And so, Disney could see the film and it sucked. It was awful. Right. The scene that I was talking about before where Woody accidentally knocks attempts to murder Buzz Lightyear. He does murder Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> what? Or he like succeeds. He goes, "I'm going to push him out the window. I'm going to get rid of him entirely" instead of just getting him behind the the dresser. He right. Him out the yeah,
1: that small detail between attempted murder and straight up, "I'm going to kill
0: you." Yeah, but then the other toys all surround Woody. And they toss him out the window, too. They just murder him on the spot. <laughs> because they think Buzz is murdered. So they're like, murderer, murderer. And then they all surround him. And then they mur- cold-blooded murder him. It's like this horrible Jeez. like village from the Middle Ages or something. Yeah. There is definitely
1: some Lord of the Flies shit going on in yeah, this movie. Right? Like the way that all the – I mean, the toys do – like I mean, not that I would believe Woody either. Because yeah. Because he did seem to murder that
0: guy. Yeah. When they pushed the, the globe over on the piggy bank – that was horrible. <laughs> yeah, so it was it was really bad. Woody was really mean, and Katzenberg talked to someone else and was like, "Why does it suck?" And, and they were like, "Because of you. Like you did it." So uh, he was like, "I'll just let Pixar do their own thing." I'll just let Pixar and the seven writers who wrote this make this movie. <laughs> but then they brought in Joss Whedon. So Joss Whedon rewrote it. He made Buzz not know that he was a toy, which mm-hmm. is kind of a fun thing. Yeah. And then we have the Toy Story that we have now. But right. they, they had to come up with a new animatic, a, a new 30-minute animatic. It took them a year to do the first one in two weeks or else they'd have to lay off half their staff. Holy crap. Yeah. So John Lasseter was like, I'm not laying off anyone. I'd rather not do the movie than do that, he said in an interview. And so I'm going to do it in two weeks. They stayed up all night and they finally got it done, which is
1: kind of <laughs> – They stayed up all night.
0: Yeah. <laughs> all night We're going to have to pull
1: weeks. it all later. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, that's brutal. Yeah, so they pulled it off. So that's kind of like the weird stuff that was happening behind the scenes yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: it's it's a fascinating story, which has sort of been sullied. Sullied. That Another is the Tom word. Tom Hanks
0: movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's been sullied by all the crap about John Lasseter. If you don't know, he has been accused of lots of inappropriate office shenanigans. Yeah. And when I say shenanigans, I shouldn't have used that word because that's completely... <laughs> uh, really minimizes what minimizes happened. Minimizes what happened. Like it was really terrible. Female people who worked at Pixar had developed a move that they had called the Lassiter, where they would close their legs and put their hand on their knee so that John Lassiter couldn't put his hand on their leg. Right. He would also... He was big into... Uh, Kissing people and hugging people without their consent and uh, just all of that fucking terrible shit. And so, of course, that's how he lost his job at Disney Pixar because eventually... Pixar Disney ended up buying Pixar mm-hmm. and Lasseter became the head of animation at Disney. Mm-hmm. So for him, it was like a big triumph, a return to form because, yeah. you know, he had he had left in disgrace. He would originally wanted to do the Brave Little Toaster as like Toy Story. Right. But then here he was as the head of Disney. And I mean...
0: And the hand of Disney. Yeah.
1: yeah. And Disney... Talking about how fucked up and evil they are, they didn't really do shit about it. He was a- allowed to serve out the last year of his contract and then left at the end of the year. Yeah. So Disney, lots of reasons to not like them, and I think that they were anti-Semitic during World War II. There was there was that, was yeah, that I, too. Was There's a the bunch thing, of Nazi yeah. sympathies. Yeah, so cool. that. That sucks, man. And he directed this movie. This was the movie that he directed. So it's hard to... Yeah. And I have some other criticisms about
0: this movie. Do you want to hear them? I I Definitely, I want to hear them. Because, like... Toys don't come to life. I've watched them through the door crack. Yeah, well, actually, my
1: criticisms have to do with, like, the lack of women in the movie. Yep. Female characters. Like, the only... Bo Peep, who was just a sex... Just a sex thing. And not to mention, she's played by the amazing Annie Potts from Ghostbusters. Yep. So give her fucking something to do other than, you
0: know. Oh, they did. Woody. (laughs) 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 No, they gave her something to do. She narrated the behind the scenes doc. God damn. Yeah. It's just brutal. It's just brutal. Yeah. Yeah. And then they made.
1: Three, they made two sequels which were very successful, and we know that the fourth one is coming out, starring Forky. Right. But what we don't quite remember is that it was originally supposed to be scripted by Rashida Jones, who left for reasons. Right. Around the John Lasseter time. Oh. Okay. So it just seems like fucking, fucking, fuck, fuck. <laughs> I just hate it. And, like, there's no good way to talk about this. No. And Toy Story. (laughs) Yeah. Toy Story is not exempt. It's hard. Yeah. We can't just, because it gives us a warm feeling. We can't just not talk about the fact that the director and some of the people who made it are
0: really shitty. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, it was a bunch of shitty, old, powerful white men. Boys club. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Steve Jobs had a say in what happened in this movie. Like, it, he wanted it to be a musical, first of all. And he wanted the music, all the musical stuff to be sung and written by Bob Dylan, who I'm sure would be a great <laughs> musical writer. <laughs> Come gather around slinkies and Legos and Glocks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just the worst and We're see worst. Andy's birthday is gonna really suck <laughs> it's gonna get buzzed last year and we'll all be screwed <laughs> <laughs> my name is Woody I got a new attitude do you think woody is named after Woody Guthrie oh
0: or no. woody allen <laughs> oh God <laughs> <laughs> well well Wallace Sean is in this movie. He's another New Yorker.
1: Oh yeah, I love Wallace Sean. Oh yeah, thank uh, you. He he's was so in, good. <laughs> yeah, he's I love his yeah. uh plays. Yeah. When I was in university, I wrote a paper on his play, The Designated Mourner. Right. And for the handout I put a picture of Wallace Sean and a picture of Rex. <laughs> <laughs>
0: nice. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I failed. <laughs> 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 we we know this movie uh, is Tom Hanks and Tim Allen and Tim Allen has – I, I want to do maybe a, a, like home improvement at some point because Tim Allen has like a storied past. He is a very interesting person. With that drug arrest thing? The drug arrest thing, a, a bunch of weird stuff in his past, still weird stuff now. What do you mean weird? Like uh, Freemason? Wh- <laughs> <laughs> he imbues people with powers, It's how the toys got the No. But uh yeah, I'd love to I'd love to do that. But he he was he was big at the time. And so was Tom Hanks. Lasseter always says it was made for them, but it wasn't. They put the those roles out for other people. Some Billy Crystal was offered the Tim Allen part, right? And so he turned it down because he was like, "No, nah, this movie isn't going to do anything." And they offered John Goodman the Tom Hanks part. <laughs> it's like Monsters Inc. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, then Billy Crystal got Monsters Inc. because he was like, "Ah, oh, you're onto something." Okay. He also <laughs> said not taking Toy Story was the biggest mistake of his career. So he, uh, you know, he made yeah. good. He made good on Monsters Inc. The other person that they were going to get for Woody is uh, Jim Carrey. Oh. Because Jim Carrey was pretty big at the time. Yeah. he just come off of all the 1994 movies, comedies that he did. But he was way too expensive. He wanted so much money, and they were like, no, we're not going to give it to you. Yeah. So that's fair. Well, I think it's perfect casting. I mean, Tom Hanks is obviously great. Yeah.
1: Tim Allen, I think, is also really great. I like the sort of Shatner-esque performance he does. And we know he yeah. is good at that because he also did it in... Galaxy Quest. That's right. So good. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah
0: nice. and uh yeah everyone is jim varney and oh jim varney yeah yeah it's nice to see him
1: i love jim varney yeah. i also yeah all of those guys are great all of the voices in this like the cast is amazing though i also think it's weird we didn't mention this before but i think it's weird that like all of andy's toys have voices but yeah. none of sid's toys have voices he took out their voice boxes Surgically. That's fucked. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I thought maybe it was like another case system sort of situation. <laughs> so there, there are a lot of like fan theories about how the toys can talk. Right. And, and what is up with this world. And one of them is that you can kind of link all the Pixar movies together with Boo from Monsters, Inc. Oh. And so Boo is a time traveler. She can go through the doors and travel at different times. Apparently, okay, yeah. This is this is already a stretch. Uh, she goes back in time, becomes an old woman, and becomes the witch in Brave. And then that I didn't they, see Brave. Yeah, I mean, and then, um, <laughs> but I, I we should. It's you know, it's a good movie. Pixar made it, right? Yeah, but all pretty good. I read movies. that
1: they screwed the woman who created it and made her sexy.
0: Oh, uh, fuck! God damn it, Disney. So they – she grows up, becomes a witch, and she kind of – the world is imbued with magic and she helps magic the world. Okay. And so that's, uh, that's how these toys get their voices is that she gives them the voices. This I don't buy it. witch. I know. It's hard.
1: Because we know that Toy Story and basically the first six Pixar films were basically all pitched at the same meeting. Like they were right. like, hey, I got some ideas. Toys, Monsters,
0: Incredibles, fucking Cars, Nemo. Done. Boom. We're done for the next 10 years. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe 20. We're going with sequels. Yeah, so that was one of the fan theories. The other fan theory is that Randall from Monsters, Inc., the kind of creepy guy— None of these theories work without Monsters, Inc. No, they don't. Because Monsters, Inc. can, like, go to different universes and stuff. But he, at one point, while he's becoming, like, a chameleon, he becomes the wallpaper in Andy's room for a second. And so they think that maybe Randall is Andy's monster, that he scares Andy to get power. And that's why Andy needs, like, a, a, a sleeping buddy, like Woody, around. So we need to see... Woody versus Monsters, Inc. It's like Woody versus versus Randall. Yeah. Yeah, the Woody... shoot at the OK Corral. Woody's doing a shitty job. <laughs> yeah, Randall's just racking them up, racking up those points. That's really it? Okay, yeah. I can buy that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of a nice yeah. Yeah, fan theory. Did you watch the rest of – you said you watched all three Toy Stories. I haven't seen two or three. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I didn't see it when I was younger. Dude, Toy Story 3 will make you cry. <laughs> I I saw a video of a guy online that uh, his wife had never seen Toy Story 3, so he faded it out at the point – like, he re-edited it and put it back on the DVD and faded out at the point where all the toys were going into the incinerator and just put up the credits. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's pretty funny. She was like, what? That's the end? She's just
1: weeping. Oh, that's funny. Dude, like, you don't even understand. Like, I'm calling you dude. That's how <laughs> fucked up it is. The part where they're going into the incinerator and it really seems like they've lost all hope. Jesus, it is hard, but it is also horrific, and I'm
0: not sure that a children a child needs to see that. <laughs> and yeah, that sounds like an, like it was made in the 80s. Like that's how fucked up it sounds. It's dark, and
1: yeah, also yeah, the allusions to the Holocaust aren't comfortable. Yeah. for me necessarily. Fair, fair enough. And the concentration camp sort of thing. Though I think they're also doing a little bit of Cool Hand Luke, which is different. But it still—it just feels all Holocausty.
0: Yeah. Well, you can really pull illusions out of of anywhere. We've seen that. We've done that like three times on Toy Story One. Yeah.
1: God. But they play a lot with like the precariousness of of life and. Like, we wouldn't put human characters in those situations. We'd never have, like, a bunch of human kids on a
0: conveyor belt going towards an incinerator in a children's movie. No, only in a Hans Christian Andersen fairy tale, right? Because those kids go to the witch puts them in the oven.
1: Oh, yeah, I guess that's true.
0: Yeah. And, okay, and all th- right. And this movie is based off a Hans Christian Andersen fairy tale, too. What? Yeah. It's called The Shepherdess and the Sheep, and that's why they put Little Bow Sheep, little bow sheep? Sure. into this movie. Is as an allusion to that. Wait, okay. Explain. It's about the 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 Hans Christian Andersen tales about a toy coming to life. Oh. So they were like, yeah, we're gonna use this. They just did the same thing Disney's always been doing: is going to the Grimm's and the Christiansens and Andersens wow. and the yeah. Give
1: Grim a paycheck, <laughs> right?
0: He needs it. They gotta uh, share it. They're so, brothers. <laughs> so, Rob, what did you think about this movie? Rewatching it, did you think the animation held up? The animation held up. Yeah, you know, I do have some
1: quibbles with the story. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I don't really love the part where Woody is a complete dick and tries to murder Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, and I like that he comes around, but uh, that part seemed like I don't know, just not fun for me anymore. Yeah, I understand it's a it's a device to get the plot going, mm-hmm. but it's weird how Woody's such a mean person yeah at the beginning and we're yeah. still supposed to like him but he doesn't really apologize and he really only becomes friends with Buzz Lightyear so he can get himself back so really are friendships just something that we use to get ourselves ahead is that what this movie is saying oh my god you got a friend in me Blaine have,
0: have we been just using each other to do this podcast the yes. entire time oh my god that's horrible
1: yeah and then like the other stuff yeah the like female representation in this movie is weird and shitty And it's also it's not very diverse. I.e., all the toys are white, except for Rex, who's green. (laughs) Right, but like voiced by white actors. Yeah. So I mean, like you know, it's very like 1995 that way, and it's kind of disappointing. Yeah. And I think maybe the other ones have done it better. Yeah. I hope, but in this one, it's just like, oh, that's kind of sucky.
0: Yeah. For sure.
1: Yeah, but. It is still really fun. A lot of it still really works. I If you don't pay... If you don't criticize the story too much, it works fine. Mm-hmm. Like, watching it again, it doesn't seem as epic as it should. Like, yeah. I think a lot of the, the hype of, this is the first computer animated movie sort of gets it a lot of the way, gives it a lot of its momentum. Because the story in itself, just getting back home, you know. Yeah. And also, like... We don't really see anything for Woody to want to get back home for. Mm-hmm. Like you know, there's just little Bo Peep, and their relationship it seems purely sexual, <laughs> purely yeah. erotic. Yeah, they're just flocking together it's, all the it's, time. It's, it's, it's high together. intensity. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of friction. Yeah, you know, melting
0: plastic over there. Yeah, and wood. <laughs> um, start of fire. Yeah, in their pants. Yeah. I'm with you. I think that it does suffer from 90 itis in its representation. I also don't think the animation holds up. I think the animation in Jurassic Park holds up way better than, than this. The dog? That dog was brutal. Oh, yeah. like The, the toys, people, the kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They couldn't do hair. Sid's face looks concave. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it was so weird. It was so weird. And the dog just looked like it was one big pixel. Yeah. Uh, it, like the eyes... It was it looked like two stickers put on the outside of a dog. But some of it was really good. Like when Woody is trapped in the milk crate,
1: yeah. the grime on that milk crate, oh, it yeah. brought me back to my dad's basement. <laughs> when you were trapped in a
0: milk crate. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you put that Binford uh, tool case I, on top of it.
1: starting to see why he turned out like Sid. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so I think that, uh, yeah, I'm I'm not sure. And that's, that's fine because they did – they did create a whole other field for animating movies with this movie. Yeah, it received the like a special Oscar that they that had only been given to two other animated movies, like Snow White and Seven Dwarfs was one of them, you know. Right. And Roger Rabbit was the prior other. to Snow
1: White and the Seven Dwarfs, they'd only been able to animate six dwarfs. <laughs> yeah, they really stepped it up.
0: <laughs> they really stepped it up. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know they could have done it with the six dwarfs. I don't think they needed the technology. What, do it without Grumpy? <laughs> I can't even count the seven dwarfs. So. I don't even. I don't even right? know if there is a Grumpy dwarf. I know Doc. That's a dwarf. Yeah. What's up? So I think this movie holds up in a number of ways. Yeah. But I think it also falls short, like you were saying. So I'm I'm gonna give it a, a rewatchable, but with some caveats. Yeah. And you? I'm gonna give it a rewatchable but with some caviar. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. it makes you enjoy it more. <laughs> it's very when you're it's actually your, pretty gross. When it's you're dipping your water <laughs> trying to get rid of the salt taste. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a kid, I thought like I was like, "Mom, I'm going to grow up and be famous and rich. I'm going I'm going to need to eat caviar." She was like, "Okay." Uh, so we bought like a small tin of caviar once, and I ate on a cracker and I was like, "I'm not going to be rich or famous. <laughs> Fuck that. I don't want that." It's wow. awful. Yeah. So, yeah. Tony I, would like that caviar. So I didn't I didn't I didn't become rich or famous. So, uh, anyway, thank you so much for listening. On the podcast this week, uh, you can check us out at Apple Podcasts and give mm-hmm. us a rating there. If you don't want to tell your friends about us, so go to patreon.com slash rewatchability. Ratings really help. That's right. So thank you so much for for, for maybe potentially doing that. Uh, if you want to buy a t-shirt from us, you can go to tpublic.com. Yeah,
1: and these t-shirts will not come alive when you're not in the room. God, no. Just strangling you?
0: <laughs> they don't have a life of their own or anything. And you can join the conversation on on Facebook and on Twitter. You can hit us up on there. Yes. (laughs) Thanks for listening.
2: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars